0: Let me open this damn window though. Ugh. So, you know, I've been like hesitant on making a podcast because I didn't really want to kind of feel like I was some sort of guru where I spit and shit out towards people and be like, hey, you need to be this, you need to be that. And I was like, no, like the I Self Reflect brand was going to be, you know, about me. Yeah. And you helped me realize that on that one podcast that we did where you are like, man, you, you created this for yourself at a time when you needed it. And so I was reflecting on that. I was like, just stick to myself because that's who I know best is me. I don't want to give it out to the system. Yeah. And, and so with the podcast, it just came to me. I was like laying in bed again. And it was like, these are, these are messages for me type thing. You know, it's my self-reflection messages that I could use and mm-hmm. so with the podcast, I'm going to do a series where it's going to be, you know, I self-reflect uh, messages from me, or the first one's going to be like messages for me from like the future type thing. And okay. A message for me from the uh, past, which will only be one episode because I don't want to dwell on the past type shit. And the other one to be for the now, as in like, if I had to leave myself a like a voicemail or a message, what would that look like? And the brilliant part about it, it's going to, I'm going to include after that, when I get those three out of the way, the message for me, it's going to be like, and this is where it's going to resonate and help a lot of people. So when I was feeling depressed and really down and like really lonely and like in like a dark place, like I just out of like lost focus and out of control, I'm going to create those messages for me. I'm like message for me dash loneliness. So I'm going to talk to myself from like a higher power stance. And it's just to me. Saying, man, if you get to this place again, boy, do I got a message for you? And this is how you're going to pick yourself back up, type thing. And then I'm hoping then people can use it for themselves to, you know, relate to that. Be like, wow, I kind of get the things he's saying, and I can use that when I'm feeling lonely or depressed or sad. And those segments are going to be broken off into different emotions that I felt and that I've conquered and still conquering. And I think that'll be able to help. And if it doesn't, when I'm 80 years old, or if I run through a fucking rut, I'll be able to, oh boy, this is what I'm feeling. I'm going to listen to this podcast. What messages did I have for myself? Because, and I think that's going to resonate so hard. And nonetheless, it feels, it feels so perfect. It feels so right for me just to deliver that message to me.
1: Well, that's just because it's authentic. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be good or bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no, you can't it can't be critiqued because it's, it's serving a different purpose. You know what I mean?
0: I know. And it was just, it was like one of those things where it's right in front of your face. You know, I, you know, I named it I self reflect. So that way when somebody read it, they were also reading it from their point of view, because they would have to say it out loud. I self reflect. And so I just used that as my stomping ground was like, wow, I self reflect. Well, how the fuck do I self reflect and how do I get through some shit? Mm-hmm. And that's the message I want to get across, because at the end, like you reminded me, you know, I created this for me, and I think this it's just I'm just gonna to stick to that because that's the only thing I know to talk about is myself and you know my experiences, my perceptions, and then I'm just hoping that can amplify somebody else's view as well and help them through that. So I'm super fucking pumped, yo, because that's good, I did not yeah. I did not want to spew some shit out out there just to be like, you know, Stay positive. Do this. Do that. No, fuck that.
1: Yeah, I'm getting tired of like uh the whole guru game. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: you can you can see it when you see it. You know it, and it just it instantly turns me off. And then even people that aren't I don't think they're trying to be gurus. They can just like use certain words in tweets or Instagram posts. And I'm like, "Ew, that's a dirty word. Like because, <laughs> because you know, those, some of those fake gurus out there use those words a lot. And so I'm just like, Oh God, don't say that ever again. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. They try to pry in like the vulnerability and the emotions of people and yes. stay away from that. So if I just, if I'm vulnerable and emotional with myself, then this is just a journey to figure out my own life journey. And fuck, if you can take a piece of it, cool. But if not, then I get to replay this shit again and kind of continue my journey. And that that feels just so freeing and empowering for myself. <laughs> oh my God. How
1: deep into the journey are you planning on going?
0: Oh man, it's pretty deep. I've been I've been a scientist of what I call a, of my own self reflection and emotions for years. Cause I've always been the person to hit the red button. Cause I want to see how I respond and how I react. And I'm one of those little kids that still says why about everything.
1: And then, you know,
0: and then I have yeah, to figure so out the only question why. is
1: the only reason I ask is because you said, uh, that you don't want to focus on the past. And it's like, that's, uh, any reflection mm-hmm. by, by definition can't be a part of the future. If that makes sense. Right. so like when when you reflect on things like well that's that's where the a that's where the lessons are at Mm -hmm. and then secondly like i think you can reflect in the present as well but yeah there is no future reflect the the two words kind of cancel each other out you know
0: yeah i'm actually gonna play on that though um because i mean i have some weird visions and premonitions of my own dream but that's for a different story but i am going to be in a place where i see envision I mean, it myself. could be for that
1: story though <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah. could be some good shit to share <laughs> on that story you know that's true <laughs> but I, i'm pretty much going to envision myself uh the future me of who i want to be like encompassing everything who i am and not this per- perfection person but this person where i'm like yes i and I, I honestly, I'm still, I'm happy and content, but if I can think for the future of a bump in the road c- can come, then I'm going to look in the past be like, how did I handle that from the past and the present moment, but for my future self, but then if it happens again, I'm going to listen to that future podcast that I made in the present
1: to deal with the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Gus. You know, you know. I'm with you, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'd be excited to hear it either way so yeah
0: i think it's been fucking great and it's gonna be and when i described myself on that one podcast introduced myself it was definitely ground surface stuff i knew what i was doing it was more like i didn't explain why i thought why i thought certain things type thing the psychology mm-hmm. b- behind everything and i was like well just here's the front face view and then use that and then next would be the psychology part from it and i think it's been great
1: that's a good thing. It's a, it's going to take, I think it's going to take a lot because mm-hmm. you, well, you know, from the couple episodes you've done, people don't understand what it takes to carry a production or a podcast or a show by yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, people don't understand how difficult that is. I've been trying to explain it for a couple of years for people. I'm like, it's not what you think it is, but whatever. Uh, the, the only thing that I could probably advice I could give you is the same advice that like my big thing I'm going to take into the next chapter or year or whatever you want to say. Um, mm-hmm. Consume less and create more.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Because like I, I've realized that when I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. I have less of a desire to create podcast
0: yeah it kind of drains the I've life already, you.
1: yeah and I've already worked through everything I thought about any topic I wanted to, you see what I'm saying yeah, so exactly. it's just like uh, now I'm doing it for a job and that's not creating that's just kind of rehashing my feelings out about something so what helps me is as much as I love podcasts I haven't listened to a podcast in a couple weeks now yeah. Nice. Damn. Even if that, I don't even know if it's been that. Oh no. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks, but cause I remember the last one I listened to. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think we're going to have to start consuming less. I think we consume a lot right now. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that creatives are making. and mm-hmm. And that's including myself is that we are consuming so much. So we feel like we get put on other people's schedules. And so we try to take on what they do. Right. Yeah. So if we consume a certain podcast every single day, we think our podcast should be at least every couple of days. Right. Because like we look to this thing that we're a fan of and they give it to us all the time. Or we look to like, it's, I see it mainly in the sports arena. Right. And it's, when it comes to podcasts and it's just like you don't have to say anything. A lot of the sports podcasts are garbage. Simply because they're doing it too much. It's too awful. You're not a TV show. <laughs> we yet. have ESPN to recap. Every, you don't need to recap every game. There are nights. There are a lot of nights during NBA season where it's just boring. Well, wouldn't that fall in the category of creating more? Isn't that what they're doing? Yeah. No, they're Yes. There's creating more and then there's, they're, they're only creating for consumption. And to me, that's not really creating. You create something for it to be. It's this standalone thing that represents something, whether it be how you feel, how you want someone else to feel, or just a journey you want to take someone on. It feels like they're creating just to check off the box that we spoke about this and that we did this and we, we came to work and we clocked it. Boom. Right. And it's like, everybody doesn't have to be that. Now, there are shows that are built around doing that, that that works really well for them. And people go to them for that daily coverage. But it's just like, is it necessary? So like on the NBA Culture Podcast, a lot of times I say, I hope to have one Thursday, maybe. (laughs) Because I don't want to talk about anything I don't want to talk about. And, and no, if no expectations. if nothing else happened, I'm not just gonna come up, come on here and read scores for you guys. You you've seen it. You fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not worth it. If something significant happens, great. But if not, then no. What and
0: would it's you say like your a purpose of of your podcast is then. What is the purpose of it?
1: The purpose of my podcast is simply to share. It was a self thing. Right. It's to share how I feel about this game that I love. And then slowly but surely I found other people that listen and like it. So it's opened up kind of a community for me. Right. Yeah. To I I now have people that I speak to about these things that I feel. And that's that's fun for me. But I don't carry any obligations with that. Because hope maybe one day I will. I wouldn't mind it. Don't get me wrong. It's just like it's still in the creation phase. You know what I mean? To where it was made to give me an outlet to talk my shit because I talk basketball at an abnormal level than most people. My friends wouldn't want to hear me just talk about basketball all fucking day. (laughs) My girl wouldn't want to hear me just talk about basketball all fucking day. They don't care. They They don't give a shit. And that's cool. But I found a place where I can actually give a shit and, get my shit out there and there's other people that give a shit like i do and you said it right about your own podcast
0: where i think i think it's the unique perspective from your own point of view and you have looseners tuning in who are basketball fans but i think yeah we're kind of missing that to where we're missing each other's perspective on it rather than the general news of some shit yes is that kind of like what you're getting at there that's
1: that's that's 100 where i'm at it's Mm -hmm. i tune into because i want to like I want to like other basketball podcasts because I'm a fan of basketball. Yeah. I don't care if, it's bigger, if they're bigger than me, if they're not as big as my show. I want to hear. So I tune in a lot on Twitter when people drop links. And they're literally like reading scores. Mm. Well, last night this, in the league, this, this, and that happened, and this happened, and that happened, and and LeBron looked really good, and that's that. And I just want to, I want to chime in. Like, why is that important? Last night, James Harden dropped 44 points. Why is that interesting? (laughs) Here's why that's interesting. It's interesting because the night before he was seen at 3 a.m. with 30 strippers and six bottles of alcohol, and the man still walked into the arena and did his goddamn job a couple hours later. (laughs) That's funny. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, But they don't, yeah, they don't go into that. It's just James Harden had 44 points. Like it's, and it's literally like they're on the radio reading stats and I'm just like, Oh my God, how do you feel about it? What are you thinking about that? Right. You didn't make the obvious joke. Like, come on, you know? (laughs) And it's just, it, it just, yeah. I think I gotta, I think for me, I gotta just start consuming less. And just creating more and so any of these lanes that i look to for enjoyment i've either gotta find someone that consistently delivers or deliver
0: or deliver right i feel that exactly and that's a if the market's not there you got to create the market and nonetheless it's for you at the end of the day and and it's kind of great that you mentioned uh not to consume because actually last week I stopped listening to my journal podcast that I listened to and I wake up six 30 in the morning um, to listen to stock market analysts <laughs> podcast now <laughs> mm-hmm. to hear about the stock and technologies and stuff. And and so I've definitely switched over because I was feeling the same way to where it was like, wh- what is this? It's like, what are you, what are you filling my head with? It's kind of like if you listen to a certain song and you know, you feel happy or sad for some reason, like, You know, these things kind of affect our our brain waves and and it kind of of just drains you out, especially if you're not getting any value from it. And then it's was just like mind numbing. And so I was like, and then you hit me with that last question. It's like, what did you learn this year? And, you know, it's one of those, and I've done a lot of little things for myself, uh, personal growth stuff. But big learning things, it was like, man, it's like I didn't pick up a guitar. I didn't like, you know, learn how to swing dance or some shit like that. You know, little shit I yeah. want to do and learn. But then, you know, the stock market came in. I was like, man, I really want to go in on this and just learn. So that way, five, 10 years, you know, I know what I'm talking about, know what I'm doing. But, you know, we have all this time. But yeah, it's just all about what are you doing for yourself type thing. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. You you said something you brought up music because like I think music is the perfect example to look at, like the music industry. Mm-hmm. I think I think that the thing that's hurting the music industry the most is the speed at which artists are putting music out. Right. There it's, it's 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 this it's this race for relevancy. Cause uh-huh. like okay, Kid Cuddy's one of the biggest artists in the world, right? He dropped yeah. uh Man on the Moon three two weeks ago. People okay. have been waiting for years for that. It was everywhere for two days. Then it was on to the next release, right? <laughs> yeah. And no one's talked about it since. It's probably going to win a Grammy, but it, it's not relevant. He tweeted last night, I got more new music coming this year. He's feeling it that, like, that didn't last long.
0: Right, huh. So you like, can't go on tours. You can't do all this extra not shit.
1: Touring, you know. So they're just putting this music out. And the quality... It's got to be downgraded. It's downgraded. Now, some of them can keep the quality up, but it's, I think they're bringing their value down. Quality's still there, but perceived value is down, if that makes sense, right? So, like, the best example I have is Drake. Drake consistently puts out phenomenal music, right? Mm -hmm. Really great music, but he does it all the time. There's never a break. So if they say a new Drake album's coming, it's going to get talked about for a day. If Drake drops tomorrow, it's going to get talked about through the weekend. That's it. But what if I told you Kendrick is coming? It's a different energy. It is. Why? We don't get that that much. He's not racing anything else, right? It's like this. It's the same thing with J. Cole. Different kind of energy that carries longer weight. It holds more weight. They're not necessarily better than Drake. <laughs> They're certainly not like they haven't had the commercial successes him. But I would say that Kendrick is bigger than Drake. You see Drake all the time. Yeah, he's all over social media. You you never go a month or two without new Drake songs. When's the last time you heard Kendrick? Damn. Like that was the album. Damn, that was what twenty seven sixteen, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's been no songs in between. Oh, the Black Panther soundtrack that would have been twenty eighteen. That's it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And he is he was spitting some hot fire too when he was out. And now that he disappeared and with no rush to like, I, I'm just curious what where his mindset is at, what he's thinking. i'm I'm not sure he's thinking about music
1: though do you think he's thinking about something else yeah i think he is so they their whole little crew runs that way right Mm -hmm. um he's on he's with top dog and top dog entertainment also has sizza and she's the same way she dropped her first album bro when i tell you there wasn't a skip on you don't skip none of the songs every song was a single broke records won grammys right that was 2016, the beginning of 2016. Hmm. Fam, we just now about to get the second SZA album. <laughs> like, just now. No comebacks, no none of that. They they just, this is how they kind of move. And Kendrick has had uh, years between every album. From Section 80 to Good Kid, Mad City, I think was two years. Good Kid, Mad City to, to Pimp a Butterfly was a good two and a half years to pimp a butterfly to damn was almost four. Well, three years, about three years. Right. And now we're, we're coming up on four years since damn. <laughs> and it's like, but each time the quality of this is so good. You wait. And part of the wait is like, I think it's uh, he never wants to put out mediocre content mediocre music you know what i mean yeah because like drake puts out a ton of fucking great music he also puts out some mediocre music you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's literally clearly just to kind of feed the streets a little bit
0: because yeah, he's sense.
1: in that race where he needs he needs to be super relevant all the time and that idea of that is like he, I don't think he understands that it's actually bringing your long-term value down because you can't continue at that pace yeah exactly you can't you just can't do it it's like a it's it's literally a marathon and I I hate that cliche statement right right but yeah, literally yeah. it is you cannot keep running that fast for all 26 miles bro you can't
0: do it. <laughs> No, especially with the, the whole media not going to hype you up, especially COVID. I actually love this because it kind of shows you who's about it and who's not. Because artists have to be extra creative because it made everyone in the whole world on the eco platform on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even just your average Joe putting some shit out on Spotify or some shit like that can boom and be the next best thing right now. Yeah, And I just, I, I love it. It's just, it's like... Yeah. Tested these big guys. What are you going to do? You don't, you know, you don't have big money behind you now, even though they're rich. But you know what I'm saying?
1: I did find it interesting. And I don't want to get this into too much of a music conversation. Um, it took the pandemic for artists to realize that they don't need record labels. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, so for the artists are normally paid. Most artists make all their money. If they're signed to a major label, you make your money by doing tours, right? Mm-hmm. Show money. That's it from the top from drake down throughout drake if his album sells for ten dollars drake may see a dollar fifty of that ten dollars his music sells he doesn't get he doesn't get money off of that really tours right. merchandise and other deals right mm-hmm. so the tour stopped so the tour check stopped for a year right and so some artists <laughs> are starting to realize how the music business works and how, wait a minute, I see I got 100 million streams this year. What the fuck is this $10,000 check? Well, yeah, that's, that's your cut of your streams. I can't live off $10,000. It's the first time they're realizing that because they're used to getting 20000 a show. Yeah. And they're doing, you know, six, seven shows a month. So they don't realize how little money they're making on this music. So now you're starting to hear a lot of chatter in the industry about owning their own masters, getting out of their contracts. Why did we sign 360 deals? A whole (laughs) bunch of contract talk all the way to the top. That's what Kanye was fighting for. That's what this nigga's whole Joe Rogan show was about, bro. I messed it up. Yes. It makes so much sense now. He's trying to buy his, contra- his his the rights to his music back from Universal. I thought he had it. Nope. Oh he, shit, he had it because Jay Z gave it to him a couple yeah. years, a few years back. He sold it to fund his Yeezy project. I, uh-huh. I get it. I fully know why he sold it. And FYI, it was a good bet. It was. I, I would still tell him to do the same thing today, but Ooh, now I would he have wants to- him for that. I don't think Kim got money like that. Kim uh, ain't got, got money. money. Yeah. <laughs> no. She got some money though. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Don't give me, don't look. she got I money. But yeah. So he 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 sold it. And so now he's trying to get it back. And so he he's going on this rant talking about like it's like modern day slavery. They're giving artists pennies, and no company should own the rights to an artist's music. But at the same time, he owns the rights to all the artists that are on good music. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, basically, Big Sean was like, so, like, does this mean you're giving us hours back (laughs) on Twitter, right? Because, like Sean said, was like, bro, I I didn't make much money. They can't do shows, right? Yeah, And Kanye makes all the money from the streaming. So he was like, uh, they had a conversation, and he said he's going to give them the rights to their music back. And that's after that is when uh, Big Sean dropped his second album, which is pretty dope. But it's just, it's been interesting for me to watch these last few months of like, oh, this stuff is funny. Yeah, it is. Oh, it took the pandemic to, to, to... people are digging in now. Oh, you're reading contracts now. Okay. (laughs) You didn't give, they didn't give a fuck before. Cause like I said, they're making a hundred thousand a month doing shows. Oh yeah. I don't give a shit about that little royalty check. But when that royalty checks, the only check, it's like, oh, wait, I make how much money per stream? Not even a penny at Spotify. Oof. Half a cent. Ooh, is that that's it? That's it. <laughs> Half a penny. It would take you to stream my song two times for me to make one penny.
0: Ooh, you're going to learn today.
1: It's different across the board. Like title is like three cents a stream. <laughs> that's really high, actually for the for the they're the yeah. highest for the uh, that world. Yeah, that's so fucked up. And so yeah, they're like 100 million. Stream. Fuck, I get because they don't even get that. That's what Spotify pays the label. Yeah, is the half a penny. You don't even get the half a penny because the label's gonna take half of the half a penny. <laughs> I, I love this because it's kind of like if you look at certain
0: stocks and you, you sometimes know if a stock is overvalued and you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to buy into that. Fuck that. It's going to drop and it's going to get adjusted to its right price. I see celebrities and like, you know, fucking baseball, basketball and music stars. I think they're overvalued way too much getting paid all this ridiculous money. And I get the whole entertainment because when you do the entertainment aspect, comes the psychology aspect and then you can move people's perceptions to follow the attention and the money on this artist or that game or this and that so i love the idea where it's just a reality check for them because i think they're just overvalued but then again i'm not a sports fan or I when it don't comes to,
1: when it comes to entertainment i say yes uh i would argue with you on the sports window simply because we have we can actually see the dollar value certain players bring in like we we actually can see those numbers. And so I can look at someone like LeBron and he makes 40 million dollars a year and be like, "Oh shit, he might be the most underpaid athlete in the history of the world."
0: I just think it's all over. That's too much for a basketball player in my eyes.
1: But why though? Why do you why do you feel that way? What value is he bringing? About 2.8 billion dollars to the Lakers alone last season is what they reported.
0: What what value is he bringing? Uh, To us, I mean, he's got a lot of sponsorship, and this is where they get
1: most of their money. At least that's what I've heard. Is mostly sponsorship. I don't think about the value he brings to us because we don't pay him. The Lakers pay him, so So I think about nobody watched any
0: games. Would his value go? It would go way down,
1: just definitely, because they can't. Then they're not getting the advertising dollars for their network. You see what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it's kind of on us. so So it's just like that's why I'm just like I don't get so the attention gets them paid more the attention Uh, the
1: jersey sales the sneaker sales the ticket prices things like that. i I just don't get that that is too overvalued (laughs) but it it, can't be the entertainment side maybe but he has a physical dollar amount that he made the lakers in actual dollars and it's nowhere near what they actually paid him does that make sense
0: it does, but it stems from us, though. As in, like, if nobody views them, then it doesn't matter what...
1: But we, we do, though, think. is the thing. <laughs> I, I get what you're yeah. saying. It's like, yeah, if nobody did, but they do. And well, the I know they, they I'm do, it. I'm saying do it it's entertainment.
0: Great. So we're. I think it's way overvalued for entertainment. I just think it's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I get that for the entertainment part, but he's not just simply paid on entertainment. Like, there's actual physical... There's physical ticket sales, physical jersey sales, like you said. I'm saying, like, yeah, but it's all for this
0: one cause, and that cause is basketball, right? Right. Yeah. What's the cause of the stock market? And what is what is basketball? It's entertainment, right? Yeah. Then, then that's what it is. So I'm saying, he's overvalued for. I think all these celebrities are for entertainment purposes, and so. If you look think your at
1: value it, is tied, your value should be literally tied to the amount of money that you bring into the company that pays you.
0: I, I'm looking at it from a human aspect. You know, our, our yeah.
1: attention, psychology based.
0: It's just, I think it's ridiculous. But I don't watch sports, so I don't idolize a celebrity. I don't do that or do this. And it's just like forty million dollars. It's like
1: what the fuck? <laughs> that type of perspective. What if he what if he was building cars to say, right?
0: Okay, and so he, value. And he
1: was the best person at his job of building cars, would you then say okay, he's worth this much? What would you say cars are entertainment? No, but they're like you structures. But they are, but they the entertainment is different, right? But course, you're, you're completely cutting off when you say value, you have to take into account everything that comes for it comes from that entertainment. And these are actual dollar amounts. So like if there, there are products tied to this service, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And yeah, so like to say it's entertainment, to say it's entertainment and then to be like but let's ignore the shoe sales, the ticket sales, the, you know what I mean? All these things. Well, you, you really can't, the two go together. Oh, I'm I'm saying it does go together. I just think it's all ridiculous.
0: (laughs) You know, why does Nike sponsor somebody like that? You know, it's just because they they can pay him a hundred million and they could make a billion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because the more eyes that see him play with these shoes, people want to be like the superstar and you know, and it goes down that snowball effect.
1: So I would argue he's the only one with value.
0: Not $40 million worth. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. He That's what I'm more. Nah, he Oh be
1: more. no. it should be more. He's the most underpaid athlete we've ever had. It's crazy. I
0: just don't, I'm the idea of like a fifth grade mind when it comes to sort of this stuff, sort of stuff where it's just like, why are these athletes and superstars are paid more type of thing? Just doesn't make sense to me.
1: So you mean like for actresses too and stuff too, right? Yes. And actresses. And but you actresses. do see the correlation from like the acting in the box office and the ticket sale. Like the, no, I see the, that correlation, but I see it. So you, wait, so you see the correlation that Denzel Washington can bring into a box office, but you don't see the same correlation that LeBron can bring into ticket sales. To me, it's all the same. Hour. To me, it's all
0: the same. That's what you're not getting. It's all this entertainment thing. Do you get that? Yeah, we're, but we're idolizing these people and then the more eyes that are on them thus they get could paid be more
1: idolizing the entertainment though yes or do exactly. you or do you not like the inter- you don't like that either no i don't like it either i think that we're everything's overvalued like
0: that i can't believe people are getting paid all this much money no nah, i think we need entertainment bro no and exactly and that's where i was trying to pivot the conversation so why the human aspect of it why is this entertainment thing so valuable to us thus these stars and these athletes get paid millions of dollars so it sends, hey our entertainment's precious like even in covid there's certain things that are opened up you know they rush to get basketball and football and these things back on tv because he's like look we need to fucking before there's a fucking chaos and riot in the streets let's we need people to be distracted we need them to root for something we need them to you know something like that
1: yeah i feel you i gotta disagree on that one too because we had sports before we had riots before we had the pandemic you see what i mean so i I can't say that they say okay we need to rush it for this them motherfuckers said we need to rush this shit because it's a lot of money tied to this shit we got the network calling we gonna have these games you know what i mean i think it was i don't think it was i think it was purely profit (laughs) No, exactly. But I'm saying, what's the value on entertainment?
0: It's fucking huge. And Absolutely. it's just like, and then I'm just more curious why this thing is what it is, you know? So you but it.
1: you don't think it. So what is, I guess I'm trying to figure out exactly where you're coming. Are you coming from the side that we need less? We need less entertainment or entertainment's not that important. Kind of clarify, because I'm, I'm confused I'm just, what side of this you're on. You know what I mean? I'm not
0: picking a side. I, I just think the money is ridiculous. Like, I think we need entertainment. You know, it's like we, we need something to stimulate our brains. We need a root for a side. We need a root for the underdog or the hero. And these are, you know, what entertainment or movies are, you know, the actors and stuff.
1: So when you say when you say the money is ridiculous, it's ridiculous in comparison to what? To to,
0: our daily lives, Uh, the average human being. You know, if you see somebody, you know, working just as hard as an NBA player, but in a job
1: standpoint, they're not. They'll they're, they're, never they're, do that. Yeah, they're not. You're you're not, you could be a great CVS worker, but the bottom line is this: you are not as good at your job at CVS as that motherfucker is at, at running and dunking. And that's the difference. Fucked up as the difference as it may be. And as small as a thing that he can do is, he's not going to change the world because he can, I understand that. But the bottom line to me is like, yeah, y'all should definitely make more at CVS. You're putting vaccines in people's arms that could save this fucking planet. That's major. LeBron ain't doing no shit like that, right? Right. But what you bring in value to CVS is relative to your paycheck. What he brings in value to the Los Angeles Lakers and to Nike is relative to his paycheck. They can literally, I guarantee you if you work at Foot Locker and you have a month to where you sell a hundred thousand dollars in sneakers, well, you get paid on commission and hourly, that commission check's going to be higher simply because you directly Raise the bottom line of this company. He's doing the same thing; it's just the numbers are bigger. That's that's the only thing I disagree with you on. No, that's
0: no you. You're actually not. You're getting to where I'm getting at because why are the numbers bigger?
1: Because what we pay is more. So, like, if I go see him for me with medicine, and I pay forty bucks, or I pay this, I pay eighty something bucks a ticket. If I go see him play, I might pay. Well, let's see. The last Lebron's came out two hundred and twenty-five for the sneakers. Get a new jersey that's one hundred and twenty-five. Literal one person can be account for five hundred bucks that he brought to them right then and there. You see what I mean? Like a, a direct dollar amount.
0: Right. But You don't
1: think any of that's overvalued at all? These sneakers, oh, ticket oh, sales, yeah, oh, everything's overvalued. Then if we go if, if we look at it at that route, then shit, fucking, it's all overvalued. Exactly. It Everything really is. But, but but then where do you go? Like that's that's just kind of that's what we're that's what we're presented with, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: that that's kind of like the life we live in. We live in a yeah. reality where these superstars who are who have, have put their ten thousand hours in are making like you know 40 million plus a year. And it just makes you think, oh shit. And that's where I'm at. I'm at that oh shit, but I've been like that for years. Yeah. And so I like the reality checked to where it's just like, okay, now show your worth with, you know, this whole COVID pandemic happening and like talking about music artists having to do that. And NBA kind of have to, do, I'm sure they took a lot of paychecks or you pay cuts from all this, but you kind of get my drift in that now.
1: No, I fully, I get your drift. It's, uh, I was just more confused on the, the value of entertainment thing. And like, uh, I,
0: I'm I'm confused on it as well because I think you know how much are of our how much are we worth our eyeballs and our attention? Well, everything's based around attention, right? Yeah, and it's just like we can make money off other people based on attention, and then like we have news meters that can point us one direction and funnel us into this, and then and then certain stocks will go up or certain down because you know Donald Trump will tweet something or Elon Musk will tweet something. It's just like these attention
1: biases. I just think it's all fucked. <laughs> I think it's it could be. I think it's fucked too. I just feel like, what's the alternative at this point? Uh, you know I mean? don't know.
0: But I, it's like one of those, uh,
1: I don't know, $40 million to,
0: you know, do something like that or millions. It's like, oh, man. But I get it. I mean, you have to live your best life. And if you want to be in that, and that's why when I was little, I wanted to be a basketball star. It's just because I wanted the big bucks, you know. And a lot of urban kids back in the day, that's what they want to do. They want to get out because they want the money and the riches. So we kind of focus on what can bring us. We don't, we stop focusing on what value we can bring. We're like, what can bring us the most money type thing. And there's like, you know, you can be like a doctor or you can be a movie star.
1: And I'm just like, fucked. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just, everything's skewed. No, yeah, everything is. Why do you invest in the stock market? Because you, like I, you, like what's your, your reasoning it's, for it?
0: it's kind of like when I want to be a basketball player, when I was little, even though I'm five, seven, I couldn't dunk, but it was like, wow, this, I don't need to be a certain height. I don't need to be able to, you know, a certain skill and this, I have to learn something, but then it's, I like gambling too. And I know with the high risk comes high reward. And it's a gamble I'm willing to make because, at the end of the day, I want I'm doing it for money. I want to make a lot of fucking money.
1: Yeah, that's that's and, the same as everybody
0: else.
1: Yeah, and that's it. But it's, it's just, just a- the things is athletes. You you had a little something different happen. I don't know. I woke oh. up and I was six seven. So I'm I'm gonna maximize this.
0: Well, like I, I feel I'm like
1: just, I'm not I'm not speaking just to you here. I'm, I'm thinking about podcast audience, and I feel like a lot of people feel this way towards athletes right they feel like they're overpaid and that's that's i mean that's fine who am i to tell you they're not but like I, i athletes are literally doing exactly what we do on a daily basis which is we use the resources that we have to figure out how to get more of what we need Their resource just happens to be abnormally fast or I'm abnormally tall or can jump really high. So let me maximize on this thing. And the cap says that someone's making a billion dollars off of this. So I should be making about this much because this is my cap value to that. That's the same. That's the same business as. Almost anything else. Oh, no, I just think the whole system's fucked. <laughs> I'm just starting to, to sound like, a uh, what is it? Is that socialism? Or communism? You commie? <laughs> I watched a stupid fucking movie yesterday. Definitely some socialism where I think not quite
0: equal pay. I think, you know, you should work for what you get type thing. Some capitalism views on it. But, boy, that is way overvalued when it comes to both. I love them both. I love socialism and I love capitalism. What? What? <laughs> $40 million? I
1: capitalism. Socialism has never actually shown that it benefits people that look like me. The ideals are there for it, but the discriminations that are involved in it often don't trickle down like it's supposed to. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah, and I so know. capitalism to me is just now starting to provide opportunities for people that look like me that we didn't have before.
0: It, the internet changed facts. The game. That is facts. So yeah, like
1: it's fucked. Say what?
0: Is, that's why the system's
1: fucked in that way too. That's fucking. And, and now motherfuckers are wanting to go back to so, go to socialism, and I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. <laughs> now that now that the now that the playing field in capitalism is kind of level, <laughs> now they don't want to yeah. do that. No, more. Uh, yeah. all right, I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah
0: and that's kind of like the opportunity i saw with the stock market it's like oh wow we could have been doing this years ago it's like nobody has to see anything you can't be judged by anything you're behind a fucking computer and you can make some fucking buku money and stuff like that you don't have to be fucking seven to <laughs> yeah. be able to run fast or some shit like that
1: but yeah we have to take care of racism first motherfuckers <laughs> man racism is fucking so much a part of this world it's nuts
0: oh i know i wish it was a fucking mascot so i could punch it right in the dick
1: yeah it's it's racism's a funny thing to me i just don't i think the being racist is inherently admitting you're a loser to me right yeah like if if cuz i believe that you only hate things that you fear that's it Oh, things that you fear nice. you can't control, that's what you hate. And so, like, if you tell me you hate me because I'm Black, to me, in my crazy mind, I'm thinking, oh, I got him! I yeah. got them. They're afraid of me. you are They're admitting I'm better than them. This is what they're thinking. So they're doing everything to try to put me in, not my place, into their place because in racism is this only it's it's one of the interesting things so like the republicans and Mitch McConnell blocked the $2000 checks today right i saw that yeah of the top 10 poorest states in this country nine of them are republican states so nine these are we're talking poor white people huh. And they devote their time and their energy to Donald Trump, Republican Party, make America great again. So much so. So they're so, they've bought so much into the ideals of this Mm -hmm. that they can't see that their people is the one that's keeping them poor. Their people don't care about them. Nine out of the 10 poor states are Republican. Sounds like y'all need the money more than the Democrats do. <laughs> and they was like, nah, that should show them that their representation that they think they have, they don't actually have. And that this system isn't built on racism. It's built on classism.
0: Mm.
1: But in the in racist mind, the bottom the the one thing that they can pull out to make them feel better about themselves is what racism well i'm better than them because i'm not black because i'm not hispanic because i'm not indian because i'm not jewish right right we're just better people cuz you don't have to prove that that's why racism's easy that's why it's such a poor man's disease yeah they're uneducated You don't have to prove it. You can say I'm better than him because I'm white. You can't prove that. And you don't have to. But if you say I'm a harder worker than Julio, well, we can kind of figure that one out, right? Yeah. Julio just outworked your ass, right? Like, it's it's easy (laughs) to see. I'm smarter than this. I'm faster than that. Well, we can see that. You're going to have to prove that. Racism is the only thing that you don't got to prove. So it's easy to get poor white people to buy into this concept of, well, you're just better because God says you're better. (laughs) You're better because you're white and they buy into it, but they don't realize they're not actually being represented. No,
0: but this part of them, they just don't care. There's something about this fundamental, uh, fundamental way of I'm American and uh what I've a lot of been reading a lot of them are like I don't need a government check keep that even though they're probably hurting too but yeah. a pride in them is just like I don't need it that's for everybody else that's for the fucking immigrants and everybody else and all the poor people
1: Do you know why they're doing that tell me why again they bought you bought into this ideal of this person and this group of people That told you that you, you know, the Democrats want to have everybody on welfare and this. Well, if you fight so hard for one side, you can't be seen taking that. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's again, it's just racism is an uneducated approach to everything. It's pussy. I don't like it. It's a waste of time. You stupid. I don't want to I don't want to correct you. I'm tired of people trying to correct racists. I'm tired of them calling out racists. I'm tired of them saying, oh, we're canceling them. Fuck them.
0: Yeah.
1: They're uneducated people. You're you're trying to convince a fucking wall to move like water. It doesn't work like that. It's a goddamn brick wall. It's just gonna stand there. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's just, I don't know, man. It should be bothering me. And it's it's uneducated 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 and then if you're educated and you're racist then it's you're making business decisions to try to you're just using advantages right because there has been advantages to, to this racism shit oh yeah don't get me wrong years. don't get me wrong there has been advantages to it and i understand that and i believe that donald trump i don't believe he's uneducated i don't believe he's stupid I believe he uses racism to get what he wants. Yeah. I don't think he... He to not even be a goddamn racist. Yeah. Guess what? 80 million of them motherfuckers are racist and they said they'll vote for me if I go out there and spit that racist shit. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm gonna go spit that racist shit. China flu. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so it's just like, come on, bro. Like, it's just funny, man. I just. Yeah, you can tell it's fear tactics.
0: And when somebody uses certain keywords over and over again, you kind of just see what's, you know, fucking wall they're trying to poke at. And it's going to it's going to hit some people's veins and fucking it
1: sure did. And like, OK, there's our leader. Exactly. And then when you say that's our leader, that's when you're stuck with all the ideals of that leader, even though his ideals can't possibly match up with yours because you. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know what's gonna be so fucking funny. Somebody some fucking racist family is there right now and fucking Uncle Johnny's like, no, we're not gonna do that. And the whole family eating off like some fucking ramen noodles and shit with a family of ten or some shit. Yeah, just like, cause no. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just cause uh, MAGA.
1: Yeah, I, I got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Little Johnny sitting in the corner, like, uh we need that money, fucker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nah, racism just screams little penis to me. <laughs> like it just does. I'm just like, oh my God, really? Yeah. That's what you go to? <laughs> I can't believe it's 20,
0: oh, what, 2021 almost, and we got to deal with this shit. It's so crazy. But I do believe every generation that comes uh, after us is definitely more evolved than the oh, generations before. So yeah, I think this absolutely. is all eventually going to weed its shit out because you know, even like kids that who have racist parents are looking at the parents like what you fucking stupid yo
1: yeah nah i've seen this funny tiktok video this dude was like uh explaining to his i think his daughter and his son they're adults though like Mm -hmm. why he supports trump and biden's gonna ruin the fucking country and the Mm -hmm. son like had had enough right (laughs) he was like what are you talking about you haven't had a job since Trump's been in office. Got him four man. years, no job, two DUIs. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's like he's like, what the fuck did Trump do for you? Exactly, bro. It's one of my favorite videos because you could tell that the yeah. son just wanted to just listen and go on, but he had enough. Bro. He's like, what the fuck is Trump did for you? Yeah, the daddy just stood there looking stupid, like. Oh. <laughs> damn you know that's maybe. one of the things about social
0: media leveling the platform you're gonna have fucking stupid idiots they can they can have a voice as well when it's just like man just go back to drinking your beer on the porch and not yes. having a job and nothing doing for not doing shit for the world or your family so because oh they got a voice now boy mm-hmm. Ooh, they be out there speaking about voice did you hear what facebook's coming out with no It's called The Clubhouse. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've heard of The Clubhouse app. I didn't know Facebook had anything to do with that.
0: Yeah, I think Facebook is working on a deal to buy it out. And, you know, pretty much. (laughs) uh,
1: It sounds kind of stupid to me.
0: It sounds brilliant, and I get it. And it's just like, and it's like pretty much having a Zoom fucking meeting with, uh, you know, you're having like a, a speaker speak. And there's everyone joining a fucking room and you you get to watch this live show and you can raise your hand and present in front of the class type thing, but it's only audio, which nobody can go anywhere. So audio makes sense type shit. And I, I get it. <laughs> it's a nice little pivot, uh, but I
1: won't be a part of that. Nah, no, I'm good. I'm like, to me, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, how many more fucking ways am I supposed to communicate with people? Right. Like, it's getting to me. Like, I I was thinking about this. Like, I'm only taking two social medias into 2021. It's killing me to try to figure out which ones they're going to be. Right. (laughs) Because I do, there's super value in Facebook for me with family. Mm. I don't think I can get rid of it. I love Instagram too. Right. Yeah. Twitter's going. I got to have Twitter. Like, get that's. Twitter's uh, my number yeah. one traffic. Oh, I, I,
0: not, it's not going then. I thought you was like, well, wow. oh, yeah, no, no, no,
1: no. I'm saying Twitter's going with me. Like, okay. Whatever, yeah. I, go, going. I love it so like,
0: much. It's got to go.
1: I was like, yeah, damn. no. It, it, it was never off the table. Uh, but just because, like, I just feel like how many ways are we supposed to be saying the same things over and over? And in how many places? Talking to the same. I've got people that. We follow each other on Twitter. We follow each other on Instagram. We're friends on Facebook. And we probably used to be friends on Snapchat, but I forgot my <laughs> password. <laughs> no, I said fuck Snap. So it died. Snapchat died this year anyways for me because right. I was like, fuck that. I ain't creating another one. Right. But yeah, it's like how many different ways. And it's just like, ah, I got to be I got to cut this shit down. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm not spending the time that I want to slash need to spend even business wise on any of them. Cause I'm trying to be on all of them, you know?
0: No. Yeah. That makes sense. I think this whole clubhouse thing, it's kind of like a, a little, uh, a, a pre meter thing for some future virtual reality where you can just join a virtual reality room and everyone's fucking there and not there at the same time. But <sighs> We'll see. It's definitely a whole fucking lot. They want us to fucking tap in
1: everything. I want to touch. I want to be around people again.
0: I really do. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I think think that's what they're fucked
1: up about. I want the floor to be sticky underneath me in the stadium. I need (laughs) (laughs) no elbow room. I need to feel everybody scream at one time. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm ready for that shit. Make America great again. Open this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> shit
0: yeah it's such a fucked up dilemma <laughs> I, it's funny i went out to the store today and for a split second and i was doing my whole shopping for a split second i almost got anxiety because i realized i was outside the house and the shitload of people around me and i was like yeah. oh where the fuck did this come from and it was so yeah, weird yeah. And trying to interact with other people, everyone's weird that it's like you know they got a mask on, but some of them use the mask on as like a "don't fucking
1: talk to me." Like, yeah, that's a mask and a headphones. Yeah, it's like
0: there's a shield up, and it's just like I just I just wonder how people are going to react when all this is gone and out of the way, and it's like is it gonna yeah. be like you're meeting somebody new for the first time, or is it going to be like? Why? My thing is this:
1: like I've. I don't know i i don't know i'm starting to change how i feel about covid because like we've been around two different people with two positive cases Mm -hmm. in the last two weeks and tested negative both times inside the house they've been inside this house we've been breathing the same air laying on the same blankets you know what i'm saying yeah nothing and I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on with this. But <laughs> listen, y'all only got a little bit longer out of me about being responsible. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna keep it real with you, because if anybody should have COVID, me and my lady should have COVID. We have literally had two different people in our houses with COVID nonstop. We wasn't wearing no mask inside the house. We wasn't doing nothing, bruh. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't saying this. I'm just saying, I don't know, <laughs> they got about two months out of me until i'm a, I'm about to be out there with a red hat on talking about open this bitch up <laughs> it's it's fake, <laughs> right no, I'm just I'm kidding, I know it's not fake, but it's just what? like damn, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready,
0: yeah, it when you told me that it's so weird to figure out. All right, what what is this? What is this? people have some super genes that get block the shit out of the way? Is it just certain people? All people? What's the only on?
1: thing. The only thing that we we can think of is that we think we had it earlier in the summer, mm-hmm. and maybe we still have antibodies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fighting it. That's the only thing. Because when I tell you, bro. There's no reason me and her shouldn't have COVID right now. <laughs> yeah, She got a test back today that was negative. I was like, what the fuck? We just knew that shit was going to be positive. Yep. I don't know.
0: That is crazy. Yep. Magical. Y'all need to be studied.
1: Nah. I mean, for how much? <laughs> <laughs> right? Not $40 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I could donate some of these antibodies, it's, hey. it's, a, it's a price for everything, bro. You can be like that
0: one dude overcharging for medicine in the Wu-Tang CD.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be. Yeah.
0: I'd ask for half. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah.
0: That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. This is not wild fucking night in sports. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but. You know, taking L's. That's what's going on. Yo, Bill Gates did give a speech about the couple years ago saying how the world was suffering from overpopulation, and the only weird thing to cure it might just be eh, Mm. a little pandemic. (sighs) Eh, Do your own research. Got it. Here's my thing. Here's my (laughs) thing on that one
1: though. Overpopulation? Should have took it they should have took more. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I think you have to come back around for round two. You <laughs> that they're talking about this uh this new strand of COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know if the vaccine is going to be uh, effective against it yet. So Canada locked back down because they've right. already found it in Canada. If it's in Canada, it's here already. Hmm. Yeah, and they say it, it's it's it spreads faster
0: of course they didn't meet their quota that's why you're <laughs> right <laughs> they didn't meet the quota hey uh turn this shit up a little bit they're like um it's the planet or some of you motherfuckers which one yeah <laughs>
1: shit
0: yeah oh, well. Cases keep going up in oregon so they shit going up everywhere bro yeah exactly we might be in the house for a little bit I'm just saying two grand would have been fucking nice. That's all. Two grand would have been necessary, shit. Yeah, I'm with you. All these stars getting millions of dollars? I can't just get two grand? That's it? Well, you know. (laughs) Damn. I know. It's like, I'm not working. (laughs) God damn it, Bobby. I
1: think I'm going to place like a $500,000, $600,000 bet or something like that soon. Wait, what? On one thing? You're gonna put yeah, I five grand in? I'm gonna think I'm gonna put a thousand in on something. Ooh. Maybe on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I don't know. What, for a game? Yeah.
0: That'd be sick. Well, let me know once uh, I'm down to bet another one that's for 500 or grand again. You already know. Yeah. Yeah. For this those listening, tonight. fucking listen to NBA tonight. podcast because. HB right here was fucking on fire. And yeah, yeah, $500 off what?
1: $25 bet? 25 bucks, baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got a couple bets in the night. They ain't doing shit. That's <laughs> right. Get your knowledge up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So. I don't know. That's a, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm going to drop some big money. Who plays tonight? Every, it's like 10 games tonight, but they're all looking stupid as shit right now. Like at least my bets, like there's no, I don't need people, teams to win. I need players to score. And it's like, nobody wants to score tonight. Damn, so that was just <laughs> a fucking bar. I don't need What's teams that? to win. I need, to I need players to score. Yeah, man. What? And it's not happening right now. So Jeez. it's kind of pissing me off. Because I might take an L for the night. <laughs> Well, percent. You know, that's the funny fucking- thing too, in betting, you only want to be fifty-one percent. That's what you're. That's what you're. That's what you want. You want your win percentage, like over all time, like all the bets you place. You only want to win fifty-one percent. You want to win more, but to be considered like a winner, is meaning you win fifty-one percent of your oh, bets. it's just, just
0: saying you didn't break even. You got a little something.
1: A little something. That makes sense. You would be shocked how hard that actually is.
0: well talk about winning you know what state's fucking winning Kentucky besides fucking turning down two grand for everybody
1: and FYI it's one of the states on the 10 poorest list (laughs) fucking clowns let me tell you the kind of people that are in Kentucky poor people (laughs) how do I know I live there I (laughs) I was living there I know (laughs) yeah the the type of people (laughs) The type of people that don't need two grand ain't in Kentucky. They need the two grand. They need four. We need everything. Man, come fuck on. Right. stupid. Well, some what's the fuck news.
0: A man in fucking Kentucky clears his driveway yeah, using a flamethrower.
1: Because he had a lot it. of
0: snow. You saw the video? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I liked it. This he had an actual <laughs> flamethrower, bro. <laughs> i fucking hate shoveling and shit like that this motherfucker yeah. said that
1: shit was funny looking at his neighbors
0: you want me to get you too
1: Said so nah we good <laughs> yeah Damn.
0: that's right that's the fucking 2021 fucking work smarter not harder. i was baby. just about to say the same thing
1: you're right smarter <laughs> not harder
0: cheers Shit, that's fucking brilliant! Yeah,
1: that's all I got for today, man.
0: That's it. Let's see here. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, people's, thanks for listening to Cloud Conversations
1: with your host, Lorian Mercado. Real quick, do you have uh any ETA on when? And Harvey, well, I guess the first new episode will come out of your podcast.
0: uh It's going to come out within the next three days. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna start making some bullet points today, and if it's fucking feeling right, I'm gonna record today and release tonight or
1: tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: but it's gonna be interesting. I'm fucking
1: pumped. I forget it's five thirty over there. It is it's eight thirty here, and it's been dark for three hours already. So I'm like, today. Uh, no, I'm about to have Go another ahead. cup of coffee. Yeah, I might have to have one for these night games. So I'm out of here. Um, yeah, search me in the podcast app that you use. Just search Harvey Banks, you can find all my shows. Search Cloud Conversations, and you can find this one. Peace, yeah, buddy. Peace.